Hey, this your boy Laws from the other side of sports with BOK Sports 980 just reminding you to go download our app. All you got to do is go to your app store and type in parentheses, the other side of sports. You get to listen to our content whenever you want. He's lying. He's lying. Dog, I'm not lying. On Mother's Mode, you can get our app at the app store on your mobile device right now. So when you're on your commute or whenever, you can rock with us. Now, on our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 980. Welcome back. You're now tuning into the other side, the other side of sports with BOK Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. Yeah. We got Jeff. Yeah. We got Aaron. Yeah. No D, no Shaq, no. Nobody else, dog. Ah, uh, <laughs> yo, it's been a it's been a crazy week in sports and life. Right. You already know a whole bunch of stuff going on. Um, you know, first things first, Las Vegas tragedy. Oh my god, uh, man. Dog, I, I don't want to even sound insensitive, but dog, it just sounds like it's another game at play right here with this whole situation, dog. What? Like, am I the only one who feel like that? Like, I just feel like all the attention has been diverted off of Puerto Rico and Trump out there jump shooting shooting hoops with the with the with the toilet tissue and the and the paper towels, just shooting them in the crowd. It's just it, it I don't know, dog. Am I am I the only one think is it sound look a little sound a little sussy? I mean, like I think like you naturally and a lot of other people in this uh, day and age operate with uh you know a heightened uh sense of like you know uh are they pulling the okie doke like yeah skepticism and like conspiracy theories and and my thing is i don't necessarily have a problem with that but i tend to you know kind of give things the benefit of the doubt and you know unless that proof comes to light because in this day and age with technology and so much transparency like if somebody out here doing you know some scheming some scamming it's gonna take time but it's gonna come out so like it's just a real tragic situation dog like all of that stuff you know what i mean like from those victims to the victims of you know uh puerto rico to like florida like it's just it's just a lot going on and it's real crazy out here it is crazy dog this joke the dog there's so many compelling stories to like elements to this story so so the dude what's it what's the dude's name his name is like paddock or something something paddock yeah Pat, yeah 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 steven paddock or first of all he, they don't even know what the motive was behind the whole attack the bama got bread he don't have any like mental health issues per his his you know his Does brother came out saying no i don't I mean, think it matters but i'm just saying you looking for a motive to see why somebody would do something like this i think when you're why, trying why? to find out motives to tell you that guns kill not win with them what you I need mean, to motivate? I mean, no, I'm talking about for his his I intent mean. to. Yo, Bama blast on thousands of people yeah, in a concert know, from the rooftop. And, and you, Aaron, I, they I, need to I, spin I the story. That's the only reason everybody's focused. It doesn't matter. They killed sixty people and injured five hundred more. Yeah, I mean, I, I I hear what you're saying, but you know, with with, with like Americans, like everybody always 
feels like there has to be an answer for everything. Yeah. Like there can't be nothing left up to faith or those type of things. Like, nah, we, we need an answer. Like, so like, that's where the whole motive come in. And that's just, you know, that's one of the mainstays of the legal system and the justice system. But like I said, beyond that, Americans and humans just always want to know why. So that's where, you know, like Harold saying for like, dude, to just go off and just kill people with no signs of ever showing it because they also like to be able to potentially see if there's something that could be caught, even though time and time again proves that they're never going to catch it. So, I mean, I feel like they like people always turn their heads kind of the other way when they see the signs like people in these people's lives. And it's almost like they enable this thing to happen. So, because my thing is, if you're going to see the signs and you're still not going to say anything, then what difference does it make? Because the result is going to be what we continue to see. That's my point. So it's like, what's this like special sadness that we have to feel because this happened? Like people get shot every day. So why why we continue to wait for something like this to happen to try to be fake up in arms? Like, oh, this is terrible. You can't be for guns, but against what guns do. Yeah. See, that's another thing with with a with psychology of of like like humans, Americans, I mean, like most of them are uh, reactive, not proactive. So these type of things always have to happen in order for, you know, people to get the point versus kind of seeing it uh, ahead of time. And those are the visionaries and whatever it is, when you see it, when everybody else is over here. But the thing is, convincing policies and all these things to take place, you got to convince all of these people in office to see it this way, to make these changes. Or to ignore the money that's coming in. To that's make right. It. You already know. Or, I mean, that. It's I mean, not like, like they, said, you know what I mean? It's just like it's they so always say, the follow the money. Already know goes into the decision making about stuff like this. This, this. That I just hate that stuff like this has to happen, and we have to pretend to be like special upset. That it's like a fake sadness that America has when stuff like this happens, and they send these digital thoughts and prayers that don't do anything. But meanwhile. They still won't vote to, you know what I mean, limit not only guns, but the type of people that can get guns. And I'm not I'm not a person that's anti-gun. I'm just saying it's like, what it, you got to either be with it or without it. You can't, like, walk the fence and pick sides depending on what's going on in your day. I mean, it's, that's real talk, dog. I, and, and I definitely am against guns. I, I mean, you know, I... Clearly, they they do a lot of damage. You know, the, the vetting process about around guns is just it's a joke. Um, our, our our society, you know, incites violence. Uh, you know, every TV show you see got violence in it. It's ridiculous. And you know, yeah, and 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 it desensitizes people to to just how devastating guns are. And now you have this, which is a real tragedy. You know, um, you know, as far Cannot as, as, far as the magnitude of the situation happening um you know and it, it's tough to deal with and but you're right people are not going 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 reverse reverse the uh the uh the, the truck with all them guns in it and take them jumps back to the stores like nah. they gonna be on the shelf yeah. gun balance to stop it because tomorrow but they don't really they just i mean i don't want to say the wrong things because this is not the show for it but you know you know you know where I'm going. That's right. You already know. I as mean, it's focused in specific places. It's like out of sight, out of mind. Well, I mean, that's 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 how that's how was, that's how I was set up, man. That's 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 how that's how I was set up. And uh, I mean, I I'm I'm kind of like I, I see what both of y'all um, are in terms of that. Like I'm I'm with Aaron. I'm not necessarily. I mean, against guns, but 
like you, Harold, like I didn't I didn't grow up just around guns. I don't necessarily see the fascination from it. Now I can't speak to if I happen to be or if I was born in a situation where like in them environments where I had to have it on me. I mean my outlook may be different. But mm-hmm. I mean, like like Aaron says, obviously they do a lot of damage and it se- it would seem logically that something would have to be done. But because of that that power that come from those uh those uh companies you know backing that i mean like uh you got some of them gun makers are like the oldest businesses in american like history that still operate so Mm. um that's just and then the money that they pay for the lobbyists so i mean you know we've known this for quite some time how many uh mass shootings do we have to have so i mean hey yeah, no. I mean, we go all all day about this this topic. I mean, it, it's a very a touchy s- subject, and people feel, you know, uh, very strongly about it from from different ends and both ends. And uh, you know, I, I am praying for for the families that have been you know affected by you know losing loved ones. And you know, it was a dude out there, jump who saved thirty saved thirty people. Black dude out there, jump Jonathan Smith was out there trying to you know leading people to safety and you know doing thing. And I, I can only imagine what it you know what kind of fear it has to be in that in the midst of that situation where you just hearing guns go off and you seeing people drop like flies around you. You know what I'm saying? I I can only imagine. But it's just it's just a very peculiar situation. Uh, and the fact that it, it was a country music festival, uh, white dude who did it, white people he's shooting at, um, he ain't really That's got really no apparent one. motive. This doesn't make uh, sense. What's going on? Apparent <laughs> motive, uh, no apparent motive on top. It ain't money. It ain't financials. You know, it it, it ain't health to to at least what they know of now. And then they got a, a youngin out here running around who in the Philippines what? that they're trying to question over the phone, which is a little fishy to me. That they that was they she, talking to was, she, over was the phone. she already out there? Was she already out there? Or I don't like, know, dog. It's, it it sounds a little sus. I don't know. First, it, it sounds a little suspect. Was in the car with him before it happened. That was initially. Then the, the uh, police chief, I guess, said that they talked to her on the phone and that she's out of the country and they're going to talk to her when she get back. So who knows? If she come back, she ain't about to come back. Nah, dog. <laughs> oh, man. Though, uh, well, sorry to start the show off on that note. I mean, it's just it's just relevant and we got to, you know, we're going to talk about it. Uh, we got two questions today, Young. So the question we got today on tap very interesting. And this short question, so it shouldn't even take us long to get through it. Uh, today's question, it says, Too Close to Home, that's the title of the joke. Yeah. I would like to get something off my chest. What? That has made me sick to my stomach since the day I found out. I work with this fella that has been messing around with the married lady. He's an idiot. That's on her for putting herself in that situation and not being faithful, but it's on him for continuing through with it. She was recently married a couple years ago. You asked me why is this your problem? Well, coming from a marriage with, with a cheating spouse, this kind of hit home for me. Not only did everyone lie to me that knew about my husband, but I literally tore myself apart just to find a God, the God awful truth. If a stranger or someone that was around them would, when it happened, would have came to me and told me, it would have saved me a lot more time and heartbreak. 
So I'm asking for advice on if I should contact him about how crappy his wife is or simply keep my mouth shut. I feel bad for her husband and dislike the boy I work with, but I believe I owe it to the cheated, cheated on spouse. Please help. Mind your business, that's all. Mind your business. <laughs> oh, man. Aaron, what you, what you gonna say, what though? What man? Oh, y'all already know, like this. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think we asked like, you first, dog? That's right, you already know. You can't no, just be... tell it like this speed, keep it 100, dog. Keep no. it a buck, dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep it up. That's like, what we have. You don't for, have to be hypersensitive to everything based on your own personal experiences. It's like you can't be the moral police. So you okay, you don't cheat on somebody, but you do X, Y, and Z. So the husband didn't take vows with the dude. It's the married woman's job. I'm married, no, or whatever the case may be, or you don't even know we know what's going on in their marriage. Like it's not your business. Yeah. Like I understand you're hurt based on the, the situation that you've been in. But learn from that situation and move forward with your life. Like you have nothing to do with this situation. Nah, I mean I, I agree, man. I, that's that ain't that ain't none of your business. You know, I mean things happen in life. That's like that's the same scenario of, um, you know, like loosely uh, of somebody who, who snitches. Like you know what you got yourself into, going into, and because you know what I mean, you got caught and he didn't. You gonna say, well, I mean, but he was there too. You know what I mean? Because you want him to feel like you feel. Like, nah, like, because you never know what could happen. He might be cheating now. It might, you know, it might, they might fade out and that, that could be the best for the marriage. I mean, you don't know, but you interjecting there when it's none of your business, like, I just don't. Because your don't own personal right. feelings? It's just yeah, because of your own personal feelings. That's, that's selfish. Like I said, because yeah. this situation might turn around completely be different. Or if it come burning or crashing in flames, then that's what it's going to do. But let that joint happen. Let her get that on her time, like how you had to find it. Can't do it. Yeah. You know, I'm her husband probably cheating too. Like, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's a lot of yeah. this too much. I, I would just say this. I, I would recommend that you... You you stay out of it. Like I mean, I, I do happen to agree with with the other two. You know what I'm saying? What's done in the dark always comes to light, and you don't have to be the the one to divulge information or make it known. Because what what could happen is that you get swept up into this situation. Right, you already know, and, and it be and be brought into it far deeper than you ever anticipated or ever wanted to. Perfect. And then now you have a headache. And think about this, like, it's so many, I like stories or whatever, so I, I, I should have wrote stories or whatever. But, like, it's just so many things that could, could come out of this situation that for the worse, like like you said, Harold, like, let's say she get herself all up in the mix or whatever, and, you know what I mean, it go to that super extreme that, you know, cut dude gotta see her or shorty come and see her and it get violent or physical. I mean, any of those type of things are possible. No one no. wants to think about that. Or, 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 or she gets involved and nothing happens. They still together. They still married. But that's what I'm saying. And now now you, you in the mix because you wanted to get involved when it doesn't concern you. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't concern you. And, you know, it, it ain't nothing like being mixed up in a he say, she say, type of ordeal or whatever and you just don't you don't want that heartache and stress like you're, you're taking on something that doesn't you don't need to take on you're projecting because of your situation and and you know 
I mean, I get that you had a had a difficult situation where you were hurt in the in the mix. You think because you don't know, but you think if somebody would have told you that that would have made the hurt it hurt less, or it would have saved you heartache and pain, it, it probably most likely it wouldn't have done any of those things. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't been doing the education. You still been hurt. Yeah, you you still would have been blown. You still would have been hurt. You you know, and then. You know, depending on who gave you that information, uh, now you would have had this person in intertwined in your business. And, and usually, if it's if it's if it's a unfaithful relationship, there's a lot more that's going on than what you see. So, yeah. my, my advice, John, so, just fall back. Pay <laughs> like Jordan nine seven. What's up, right? thing. One, don't smash people at work. What 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 you say, not Chuck? That's a, it's just bad all the way around. Like, just don't do it. Number two. Um, for this, for her to know that, I guess the dude is smashing the married lady. They have to be like flagrantly out there, like flaunting it. Like, how does she know? That, like, does she know? But you, that? you know how you know how that go, dog. You know how that go. Bama start doing it. At first, it start off real super discreet. Nobody know. The next thing you know, the Bama's eating lunch together out in the open. The next thing you know, the Bama's holding hands in the mall. Oh. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. You know how Bama's get reckless. I don't know. I don't, I don't see, like stuff that be coming up on this pack. I don't see in my life. No, oh, like, no. People I know don't move like that. Like it's just not a part no. of what I see on a day to day basis. No. Young, it's progressive, young, and then eventually. Their Bama's wearing t-shirts saying, I love Lucy, and they just doing the most, no! dog. And it never even start like that. Cause as you live in sin, it just get more and more comfortable. And the next thing you know, you know what I'm saying? You just, you reckless, dog. I, I've seen situations with Bama's, you know, at the job site doing stuff. Bro, what are you talking you know, about, man? Like, you at the job site, dog. What are you doing, Slim? Like, you at the job site. Like, you, you, that's risky business. And Bama's don't even care, like, the level of like, you know, consequences <laughs> to the action, it just completely got out the window, dog. I'm just saying people do some funny stuff. When you start walking that road, young, it it just, it got a dead end at the end, but you just, Bama's that can't see it, you know? So- That's right, you already know. That's advice for you, Slim. You need to fall back. Mind your business, just mind your business. Yeah. Uh, next, next jump says, page deactivation. That's the title of the jump. <laughs> on my boyfriend's Facebook page, he has nothing but a bunch of women with nice bodies. Perfect. Some have clothes on, some half naked. I feel a little intimidated sometimes because I don't have a model-shaped body, and I wonder if he ever looks at me differently after he looks at them. I think it's disrespectful because now he's in a relationship, and even though he had the page before me, it's more of a respect thing to me. I don't have a bunch of random naked men on my page. I only have people that I went to school with, men and women. I don't know if this should be an issue, but this bothers me. And I told him about it. He deactivated this page, but not for long. So how should I handle this issue? Or should I even, or should it even be an issue? Or am I overthinking thinking this? I'm gonna look at biddies on, on the internet all day. Facebook youngins out the wazoo. <laughs> Them Instagram thotties. He lying. He's lying. He lying. Oh my gosh. Instagram thotties. Cause I mean, if he on Facebook with a Facebook page with nothing but youngins, 
then you already know he on Tinder too. Yeah. He probably on the IG crazy. Don't do yeah. my man yeah. like that, dog. Oh, do I'm just saying, dog. It's a crossover, <laughs> so, dog. It sounds like security to me, but what also is in question is there any like previous things that caused her to feel this way? Or is this just something from, I guess, like baggage from previous relationships? Because if he's been like a, a dude that's on, on the other, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not out there right. sneaking. She hasn't caught him cheating or anything like that. And it's just a page full of hope. I mean, full of, <laughs> full of like scantily clad yes, women. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like a page full of just women that's dressed, I guess, in a certain way or built a certain way or whatever you call um, mm-hmm. And it, you, like he's not, not in DMs trying to holler at people and all this other kind of stuff. Then I don't understand what the issue is. Now, if they've had issues before and the Bama's like a little sneaky, then I can see why she would be like, you don't need, it's like a holler. You don't even need to have, be around people drink, you know what I mean? Or be around it at all. Because you have like prior issues. There's like things there to cause her to have concerns. Yeah, nah. So this is the thing. I This is what I hear. I hear a little bit of insecurity in her own self. And she's not sure if it should be a problem or not. Because she's saying like, I think it's disrespectful to me and different things. So she's to some degree concerned about other people's perception because if she's worried about like how it it disrespects her, it only disrespect her if her friends or her, she's probably, I'm just saying, this is, this is what I, I think from what is being heard. Her friends are probably saying like, you know, your boyfriend got all these girls, like you need to tell him to shut his page down and boo, 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 boo. And there's a little bit of insecurities in that. She doesn't look like any of these girls. That's one aspect. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. On the other end of it, the Bama, if if the dude is doing, if he got a page that's full of youngins, bad youngins, you know what I'm saying? I This is just my assessment is that this type of behavior is progressive. So if a Bama got a page full of just bad youngins, he looking at the youngins on, on a regular basis, okay. But that's just the start. It starts with just looking at the oh young. You start gosh, looking, man. the next thing you know, you know, if there's an opportunity to engage one of these youngins or talk to them, yeah. you know, that to me, that's a natural progression is going into like hollering, DMing youngins and, and going that route because, Do you know. Do you agree with that, Aaron? Hell no. Okay. I, I mean, well, if it's just... thirsty, he gonna be thirsty. Whether it be youngins on Instagram, whether it be he going out one night at a bar, at a lounge, if a thirsty man is thirsty, they gonna use whatever avenues is available. I want winners. Or platforms to be thirsty. If somebody's not thirsty, that doesn't necessarily mean. I want people that want to win. Uh, so I'm not saying I'm not saying it didn't necessarily mean he out here. That's what you he saying. Out here. That's what you No, I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying. No, I'm saying that that it's a natural progression. I'm saying that it's plausible I, that I, I that mean, those would be the ha- next steps. I'm not saying that he's actually there. I'm not saying he's there, but I'm saying that. You know, the way it was, it was making uh, it seem like that. That's a, almost a certainty that those are sure to follow. And I just was saying that's not necessarily true. Well, I, well, we can, we can, we can. So, 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 so thank you for example. Okay. Right before you met your your wife, uh-huh. you were in deal. That's just who you are. So for you, it would probably be a natural progression. He's lying. He's lying. He lying. Oh my God! Yes, no. Any credence to that? Uh, so, so I would say that <laughs> your, your personality does go into if you're willing to do it. So that may be something. That may be something that is a question asked. Like, 
what, what was happening. So she's saying that he had a Facebook page like this before her or whatever, right? right. My Facebook page looks totally different from back when I was willing and dealing. Now my page, my Facebook page, my IG page look the same, like look the same as when I was willing and dealing. That's a problem, dog. Because that is that that was that was suggested. Okay, I'm still willing and dealing. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? So so my page is nah, it, it changed. I'm not putting up thotties and, and biddies on the joint every week and like you know like but I'm not she said she said that he was like that before. I mean some you the thing is like it's the saying like when when you met me I was one way and now you Jeff, expect me to change. Jeff, you know, dog, you you Same. you a married man though. You know Same. that that joke don't fly, dog. There's some things that change when you get married. Yeah. If you don't want no things to change, then don't get married. Cause if you just think it all gonna stay the same, you you smoking rocks and people who say that nah, they, they not, on their nah, head, nah, dog. They, nah, they don't nah, even nah, know nah, what nah, it nah, is. Nah, like like I'm but, I'm gonna keep I'm rocking saying. like I'm. Oh, but all I'm saying is, like you said, that depends on certain type of issues. Y'all too led by saying that y'all think it's some insecurity there, especially if he's done nothing to lead you to have all these this crazy thoughts as to why this is a problem. So if you've already established that, then now you're like moonwalking back on what you said. So I just want to be clear with that. So, so, so on her, on her. Oh, go ahead. Now I was gonna say from her perspective, she's looking at, you know, I'm trying, I don't have we don't have a woman on here today, but I'm just saying, from her perspective, she's saying that as like, okay, it's not pictures of me, it's not pictures of us, it's pictures of these other youngest, and he has a page dedicated to all these other youngest. Now that 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 <laughs> could be in question because to what I mean that could be in question, like to what extent that is, because sometimes it could be in it could be an exaggeration. Like the Bama got a couple of Facebook friends he that are attracted. Like, got the, like, like he had the mirror in the room or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 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 if the Bama got like a a, a a page dedicated to youngins, like I'm talking about like a yeah. fan page with just bad youngins on the jump. Like, yeah, no, I, I understand from her point of, point of view how that could be troubling. Well, the thing is, is that when if that was the case before they got together then her low self-esteem allowed her to be okay with that and, and them rocking together initially. Because if he was going like that and he had that jump and then he was like, well, this is my page before or whatever. So I guess he cares about her opinion a little bit because he deactivated the page for, for a bit, I guess just to get her to be quiet about it. And then he oh, reactivated it. Like, oh, this is dumb. This is- <laughs> yeah, that, that's what he. Yeah, that's probably what he said. Yeah, that's probably what he, that's said, yeah, that's probably what he hey, said. Just and he did it just to get off his back for a sec. Yeah, he was like, yeah, so, 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 real quick. so the question she got to ask herself is like, you know, what I'm saying, does she want to make this an issue? So one thing that I kind of picked up on that I think varies from what you took from the question, Harold, is the issue for me seems to be her body type versus the other girl's body type more than even mm-hmm. the cheating issue, and so. Okay. My question is, if her body was vicious, would she still feel that way? You know what I mean? About the page. Or is it more of a thing where, like, I can even tell you from experience, if you dealing with somebody and they don't feel like they're your type or they have questions about, you know what I mean? Like, do they lead up to what your standard is? That will be an issue. Especially if it's somebody that has more insecurities than, like, another person. You know what I mean? If they feel like they might not necessarily be what your type is. Agree. Yeah, Does that make I sense? Agree. Nah. Yeah, nah, that's that's like all all spot on. I mean, it kinda just piggybacking off of that, um, you know what I mean? I was gonna say it also depend on like whether 
You know what I'm saying? Like she, they, their, 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 their uh, bedroom life. With that, what that's like. You know what I'm saying? If if this bad man ain't never, you know what I'm saying, never hidden or whatever, then or you know something like that in conjunction to what Aaron is saying in terms of how she feel about her body, then all of these could kind of trigger into devil's potential insecurities, as we mentioned. So, I mean, all of those are things that, I mean, she has to ask herself. Um, because, yeah. yeah. If she a bump jump sitting on the couch, nobody hollering at her in the streets, and then she just... And then this Bama looking at other young as all Well, I mean, that sounds yeah. like a formality. Like, you know, they might live out our rural area somewhere where ain't a whole bunch of people. Oh, she might be a fat, fat dude. She might be fat. He's an idiot. Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. All right, that's Unless what we got, got to say paid. about that. He ain't out here slanging to these drinks that's supposedly bad with these, like, out-of-control butts. Oh. That's the last thing Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, on to the sports, young. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the sports world yeah. today. Monday night football, Redskins going in the Kansas City Chiefs Stadium, Arrowhead Stadium, and they come out the gate smoking. Ten early buckets. Uh, uh, Terrell Pride gets a little baby push-off jump on, on Peters in the, in, the, in the back of the end zone. Touchdown. They come back, drive down the field, get they should have scored in that that drive. Should've. End up should've. kicking a field goal. And then they they had a 10-point lead. And then they 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 mismanaged some clock. They did some, they couldn't, they couldn't move the football a couple times, had to punt. And then here come KC and KC get back in the game. They got Kareem Hunt, he doing work. A lot of penalties. The Redskins incurred a along the way. Then the second half, the injuries just just piled over, dog. It was like the Walking Dead out there, John. All the all the all the injured bodies just just falling around. And then you just you have uh, Travis Kelsey makes a play, scores a touchdown. Um, you know, Alex Smith escapes the pocket. They don't play containment. He runs thirty yard down the field before the half to to just you know make it make a make a play and, and get them points on the board. And and really, the skins let this game go, yeah. in my opinion. Kirk Cousins, oh, you played an excellent game, bro. Like that. I, I, I had that. nothing negative to say about about how you played last night. You showed some grit. You showed some leadership at the end. You 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 ran the ball some tough tough plays that that, that get you willed the team to first downs and it passed the Dachshund in the back of the end zone, which would have changed the entire narrative, in my opinion. Was a good pass. It was placed perfectly, and Dachshund had the football in his arms. And dropped it. No! Now, some people have criticized Curry and say he should have went well, to the other side. The, the ground. The air, air. He didn't. You got to make he that catch, though. Yeah, no, you through. probably would have made the catch. But the thing is, he was he jumped high as hell to get that ball. First of all, he did. He did. He jumped, and he, he cuffed jumped it with one hand. And he tucked it, his head. But when he hit the when you hit the ground from that high. Dog, these are two hundred pound grown men. It's not like you know what I mean, like like a kid just landing. It's like a that's a thud. Like he hit the ground hard. He had caught it and tucked it. It's not like he had it in his hands and it like rustled out or something like that. Like he had it in the air with his hands, hand catch, tucked the joint. But when he hit the hit the ground and the Bama fell on him, it's like it's one of those things. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a tough play. Huh? It was a tough catch. Like this is not a knock on Kirk. He put the ball exactly where you want to put the ball in that situation if you're gonna throw it. He put it like yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's just one of those plays. Yes. So, so some people criticize like Kurt for going to Doxon 
when on the other side, he had Jordan Reed on a double move and Jordan Reed got separation. And I'm just not, I mean, I get it. Uh, Jordan Reed is, 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 is surefire. His hands are great, you know, and I'm not, do I think if the ball would have went to Jordan Reed opposed to Doxon, would Jordan Reed have made the catch? I think I think it's hard to just see that definitively. I say it's percentages. I, I put it in percentages. So I'm saying uh, the pass that Kurt threw to Doxon on the left side, to me, it was a... Because I haven't seen Doxon make plays enough for me to be confident in him. So I say it's a 45% chance. Okay. Kurt put the ball in the best place me he could put it. If it's going to Jordan Reed, the same pass, I got it at 65%. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, oh, you talking about if 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 Jordan Reed ran the same pattern in the same position as Dotson? Or are you talking about what Jordan Reed actually ran on the right side? He I'm was talking about it, naked wide open. He was butt naked. But, but, like he had two steps on, on the defender. No, no, but he had not, three steps. That, that's but not I, but a criticism of Kirk. Cause it's not a one-two read. You pick a side, yeah. and that's the side you have to go to. Exactly. It's not like he looks over right. there and then looks back. Cause once you make, like, if he looked back, it would have been too late at that point to throw the dots. So once he committed to looking to that side, he had to make that throw. Yeah, and it was a good throw at that. Yeah, you know, I, I just the read is before the snap, not after the snap. I, I just I'm saying the percentages. If the same pass went to, to uh, Jordan Reed just on the other side. Like, I have a 65% chance. You 90? Watch that clip again. He got him out of it. <laughs> Go look at the clip Ooh. again. That's still okay. not a criticism of the quarterback. Because that's not something he did when he snatched the ball that when Jordan hit that that little bink move when right. got him. You can't assume that your guy's going to get that open. You got to pick a side and commit to the throw. And, that he, and he should have caught it uh, at the end of the day. So he should have, yeah, like, he should have caught it. We wouldn't even uh, be having that contest. Yeah, so no, that, so that, 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 that I haven't heard anybody that's egregious to me is third and two. And kid Jay Gruden calls a timeout with was it forty seven seconds and then throws a bomb in the end zone. Not a bomb, but he, they throw the deep pass in the end zone, complete, which stops the clock and gets KC the ball back with forty plus seconds on the clock. Yeah, if he that doesn't was, call that timeout, they go, it goes for time. And you have a chance to win. Period. Yeah, that that was that was that was bad. That was bad clock management again on, on their part. Um, bad clock management. Um, so here we are. Redskins two and two. Cowboys two and two. Eagles three and one. And the Giants zero and four. Dog. NFC East is yeah. I, I mean, this game was a great game. I thought the Skins played tough. Their injuries going forward. We're gonna see how that's going. That's going to mesh. But Sean Breland, dog. Oh my goodness, dog. Those little five yard hands to the face penalties and for automatic first downs and illegal contact, bruh. I don't know what. Yeah, you got to do better, dog. It it. It's one thing if it happened to you once and it happened to somebody else and it happened. But every time we looking up and your name being called for these penalties, bro, that's a problem. And in this game, it was one of those games where you needed every play. You needed every opportunity. And so for those plays, for them to not be punting the football and they getting a free first down multiple times, yeah. like that hurts, dog. And, and to me, that aided in Kansas City getting a W because – we had them on the ropes, dog. They definitely were ready to lose, and because they couldn't, they couldn't finish. It, it, it it's just how it goes, dog. And so, I mean, the Redskins have a a bye this week. Um, 
what, what they need in, in order to get healthy. And, uh, you know, hopefully they come back in the next game and, and put forth another good showing. Um, but I like this Kurt. I, if Kurt plays like this every game, even in a loss, and then people say I'm super critical of Kirk, and I am because he's the quarterback. But in this game, I feel like he did everything within his power to get the team to win. And if he does that, I don't have no problem with him, though. But when he not doing what he's supposed to do, or he's not playing to this 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 level, or making right decisions, you know what I'm saying? Then that's when I have a problem. Or when he's like playing passive and. This game, you could tell he his mind right was right. Like he was trying to win the game. He was doing everything in his power to win the game. Um, you know, and I, I just don't think this one this falls on his shoulder. I gave him an A, an A as a grade on on, on the IG John. You can check our grades each week at BLK Sports 980 at IG. Um, but yeah, so so that was that. Um on to dog, did y'all hear y'all hear Martha Ford propose their players that they Get them to stop kneeling and protest that she would she would give big bread to any any uh any cause that they wanted the team players wanted to give money to. What do you think that's a fair trade or is it just? I mean, it, it that's all up to the people who were, I guess, going to protest in the first place. What are you in it for? If you feel like what she's going to do can can, can can help people that you were protesting for, then hey, maybe it is a fair trade. Or if you just doing it for, you know what I mean? It just, I don't want to go there. It just, it, it depends on why are you in it? Is it worth yeah. it to you? And, but, and the issue I have is why weren't you donating or being willing to compromise or, you know what I mean? Be available to discuss these things or the kneeling. It's like you got to pull their ear or leg, leg, you know what I mean? To get them to care about. That's right. You already know. This 70%, the issue for what 70% of the actual players in the league. Yeah. She she she's like super old though, so I mean like she ninety years old, so yeah, like dog. he was around. That's not an excuse for being the dumbest. No, nah, I mean, I'm not I'm not making an excuse. <laughs> I'm just saying like we already know like we from that era like I, the era that she was with, so that's a major problem. And so like she, like when you came from that joint, you were used to a certain amount of things and obviously she's a Ford, so they've had money for She was a very used to not voting time. too. It's a lot of things that you know what I mean. I thought I mean, just yeah. go ahead. <laughs> go where you was going. I was about to go left. Y'all y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more time. NBA preview, Southeast Division. Finally, we here. Washington Wizards, first team on the docket. Last year, 49 and 33. They log up three. Max Deals, they got Otto Porter Jr., they got Bradley Bill, and then they got the the man the, the the with the keys to the city, John Wall. Do they improve on last year's record? Bringing back Kelly Oubre Jr., Thomas Sadorowski, Mike Scott, they brought in Donald Sloan for backup point guard position. They got Jody Meeks, backup shooting guard, Jason Smith still, Michael Young. Uh, Marquise Morris, of course, but did Bama had back surgery and then just, I don't know. I don't even want to say Ian Mahina's no! name on, on air no more. Sheldon Mack, we got him back. Um, yeah. So what, what do y'all think about this roster? Do they improve? Are they still staying at the three, four spot or do they move up? Um, Basketball expert. I think, uh, I think they um, went, went 50 plus. Like fifty at, at uh, I think they get fifty, but so I so I guess the answer to your question is yeah they improved by record. Um, I think that uh, 
they have a chance again to uh, be right back in a position to get to the conference finals. Um, I don't know if I'm quite willing to give them the edge over um, Boston, but um, let me see how the season is playing out and we'll get like midway review and I'll give you a definitive. Um, but yeah, I think they improved on that 49 and 33 record. Yeah, I'm with you. I think they improved on it too. I think they get 53 wins this year. Uh, I think they end up in the third or second seed um, behind Cleveland and Boston. Um, and I think they, they, they had, they, like you say, they, they challenged for uh, NBA conference finals again this year. Um, all right. My question is, are they improving by default because all of the talent is in the West or are they improving because there were moves made by the organization to improve the team or players, I guess, improving that are already on the roster? Like, I'm, I've been impressed with the way John Wall and Bradley Bill have been progressing year to year anyway. But I'm just like, at what point do they reach a point where they can't get any better and they're in healthy team anymore? Like, something else I just feel like has to happen. And so I well, do think the record might be a little bit better, but they lost Bogdanovich, which they gave up the first round pick for. And I think scoring off the bench is still going to be an issue. It's like the issues that they had last year, I don't think like have gone okay. Well, I think I think that they'll be better um, as far as players on the team will have gotten better. Um, it's another year of, you know, a Scotty Brooks coaching. So I think that, I mean, I and I, it does sound like the additions, though, overall collectively have a chance to be better than the bench that we were putting out there last yeah. year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but in terms of, like, that next level, like, nah, it's... It's, they need to make some moves yeah. or the draft or something to go to that next level. But in terms of yeah. like where they are and still being better, I think I think uh, that they've accomplished that. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think I think they're gonna be better, but I think it's cap. And I think unless they they want to like really make a mark, they have to they have to do move Gortat because Gortat gonna give you 30 games this year, dog, before his knees and body just give out. So. <laughs> Um, you're going to, I mean, I don't know what assets the Wizards have right now, but they're going to, if they want to like really be formidable, which I think they are with the roster they have now, but I just don't think that when they, when they get deeper into the playoffs, you need ringers dog, And you need people who you can rely on at every position. And I mean, I think they had the core, you know, Otto, Bradley and John and then Markeith, that's a solid four, but if you want to get to the finals, you need a solid five. You need the five man to to really be able to. He, he don't even got to be a scorer. He can be a, a bona fide defender, but rim protector. But I think they're gonna need that. Uh, I think they'll make it go seven games, even with the roster they have now, um, to to for that that finals run. But uh, I just you know unless unless Stern's orders come into play and just push him over the hump, I, I don't I don't I don't know if it, if that's enough. Uh, the Miami so how Heat, long is Keith who knows, though? Who knows? Who knows? I'm just mad that the Batman waited a whole offseason to decide he needed back surgery. Like, come on, dog. You should have got back surgery right after the season or two weeks after the season, been healed, and now you be warming up, dog. You be in the shoot-arounds. Yeah, it's Batman probably sitting in a wheelchair right now. I don't know. Um, Miami Heat, 41 and 41 last year. 
uh, Gordon Dragic, Josh Richardson, Tyler Johnson, uh, Hassan Whitehead, Wayne Ellington, Rodney Magruder, uh, who else they got? Uh, Bam Adebayo. That's going to be a nice little addition from Kentucky, the rookie. Uh, Udanis Haslam, who I'm surprised they didn't even just buy this Bama contract out and just push them off the roster, make him a coach. This Bama, like, 50 years old, still ball. Uh, they got Kelly Olenek now with the Miami Heat. That's a nice little pickup for them. Uh, Larry Drew, Eric McCree, Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters is back in the Miami Heat jersey. I don't know why they brought him back, but uh, and James Johnson. They, they got a nice little little squad. Young shout out to uh, John. You know, it's his heat. If he's still rocking with them, I don't know. This man would be switching teams. Uh, but 41 and 41, do they improve on that, that record? You could take this one first, Aaron. No, don't get me the line. I'm not following the heat or half of the no! players on that roster. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I'm really, I just make it up if I gave an answer right now. Nah, I think uh, I think I think they'll be better, um, you know, this year than they were last year. I mean, they had one of the best second halves in the season last year um, when uh, their guys got injured and they kind of faltered down the stretch um, when Deion Waiters got hurt. Because to answer your question, Harold, they resigned him because Deion Waiters was uh, was balling last year. And really, they got him for a discount compared to what you know the what? league is paying. Like, think about it: Tim Hardaway Jr. got seventy-one million, and, um, and Deion Waiters, Deion Waiters got oh just over sixty. So, like, um, I think he's still back. You know, wanting to prove like kind of he's kind of like the go-to man there. And then you got Whiteside and down post. Um, you know, Winslow are getting better. So I mean, they got talent, and I think yeah. I always think uh, thought Eric Spolster was a really good co- coach. So I mean, I think they'll improve on that forty-one and forty-one record. Mm-hmm. Did they get in the playoffs? Um, in the East, they 45, 45, yeah. 44 gets you in the playoffs. So yeah, yeah and they the improved. They gonna make that. Yeah, they was at the nice spot last year. So you know, they won yeah. three more games. They definitely gonna get in that eighth spot. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think they improved too, but not by much. Um, Atlanta Hawks, 43 and 39, which is, in my opinion, like I hate the Hawks though. I just feel like they're just such a boring team. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got Dennis Schroeder who's flamboyant, but then outside of him, Kent Bazemore, Malcolm Delaney, Terion Prince, DeAndre Bembry, Nicola, Nicholas. Brucino, Miles Plummy, like they, they're roster. Ersan, Ilyasova, Mike Muscala, Luke Babbitt, Quinn Cook, Jeremy Evans, Joe. I, I think actually the Atlanta Hawks take a take a, a dive back. Do y'all know they, who the highest paid uh, player on the team is? I don't this, know. This will kind of Marco Bellinelli. Nah, Kent Bazemore, 16.9. So that'll tell you all you need to know in, in terms of what, what you were about to say that I'm going to agree with. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't rely on him, dog, to carry a squad. Sorry. Just, yeah. Nah, I, I, I think they take a dive back. I think they go to 30, 36, 36 games this year. Uh, they, they, and then win column last year was 43. So I think they, they dive down a little bit. Um, Anywhere between 30 and 36 games, I think they win this year. Yeah. Um, no more Dwight Howard. Uh, he is actually with the next team we'll talk about. But uh, yeah, 
the roster just it just doesn't have enough. What you got, Joe? Yeah, no, nah, I mean I'm with you. They they take a step back. Um, probably mid mid thirties, possibly low thirties in win total. Um, I think Schroeder's their best player, not Bazemore. Um, but I mean like him being your best player, like that, yeah, you got a long way to go. So um, yeah, I I I don't really see them, you know, having. Um, you know, a really good season. What you say, Aaron? You want to sp- spray some trash on them? Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets. Last year, record at 36 and 46. Uh, they made some additions to their squad. Nicholas Batoon, they still have Michael Carter-Williams, uh, Trevian Graham, Terry Henderson, Isaiah Hicks. Dwight Howard is now with the Charlotte Hornets. Frank Kaminsky, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, Jeremy Lamb, who's who's uh, had been showing some promise in, in exhibition games. Uh, Marcus Page, uh, Julian Stone, Kimball Walker, Marvin Williams, TJ Williams, and Cody Zeller. Uh, my man Rick, shout out Rick. He'll never let me live that Cody Zeller, Cody Zeller moment down. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so the Hornets. I, I actually think that the Hornets will. Um, do better this year. Uh, I think they they adding Dwight Howard, even though he's sometimey. Uh, I just think it will give the other players confidence because Dwight Howard is one of those players. The Bama's not really that good anymore, but like having him on your roster, like for some reason, it just gives confidence to the other players. Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing. All drill, y'all. Stop playing with my uh, I guess because you know what he could do or the potential that he could have. So I think that that will help um, help the Hornets who, you know, for much of last year played pretty tough, but they just they just couldn't, um, you know, they just didn't have enough. And off, oh, left out, they got Malik Monk too, a uh, young rookie out of Kentucky. So I think Did you the Charlotte Kimber Hornets. Walker too? Yeah, they got Kimball Walker. Malik Monk, I think Kimber Walker, you put Malik Monk at the two, Nicholas Batum at the three, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Frank Kaminsky at the four, and then Dwight Howard at the five. I think that's a that's a nice little roster, dog. And then you got Jeremy Lamb coming off the bench, Michael Carter Williams coming off the bench, Marcus Page. Like I think those are those are those are guys, those are pieces you can work with. You know what I'm saying? So maybe this year, um, Jordan can get these Bamas out, out of the out of the basement, dog. Um, I think they do better. I think they have Miami's record from last year at the 41 and 41. Um, and are right there on the cusp of that AC. Jeff? Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think they'll be better than they uh, were last year. They got some solid, solid additions. Um, I think that um, Steve Clifford's a good coach. Um, I think the players that they have will get better, mainly Kimball Walker. I think he'll be better. Um, Batoon's always solid. Um, so, yeah, I think they'll make an improvement over last year, be like low 40s. I think that would be good enough to get them in the playoffs in the East. And uh, our final team in the Southeast Division, the Orlando Magic. Trash, big fella. Uh, Terrence Ross, Aaron Gordon, Alfred Payton. Mario Hinzonja, Bismarck Biombo, DJ Augustine, Evan Fournier, uh, Jonathan Isaac, Jonathan Simmons, Wesley Wanundu, Maurice Spates, Aaron Afalo, Shelvin Mack, Troy Carpane, 
Kayla Lucas, Nikolo Vujicic. What? Vujicic. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Uh, last year, they were 29 and 53. I think they get 31 games this year. So that's one game better than they were last year. Um, I think they had too many players playing the same position. And I just, I'm not, I don't know how, where Aaron Gordon fits. You got Aaron Afalo, Aaron Gordon, and Terrence Ross. All kind of like, and then Evan Fournier all kind of in that same role. You know what I'm saying? All in that same two-guardish role. And I, I just don't, I just think that's a bad combination for winning games. You need, when you need, when you try to build a team to win, you need people to to handle different aspects of your, of like on the floor. You need score, you need somebody who to facilitate, you need somebody who, you know, defensive guy, you need an attitude guy, you need a rebounder and a rim protector and stuff like that. And all they have, they have no defensive-minded players on that on that in that roster. They all want to score and shoot. Um, I mean, what's the uh, Alfred Payton? Aaron Gordon, he don't play. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah he, he's a he's a powerful he's a powerful he's like Blake Griffin size. I mean, he don't have his yeah. game, but yeah, he's six nine two yeah. two twenty. He played like he a, a small. Yeah, he played he played like Blake Griffin. Not as good though. That's that's what he need to really watch film of Blake Griffin game. That's how he could take his jump, his game to another level. Besides just being athletic and jumping and all of that, but um, I mean, I, I, think, I, I think I think I uh, think I think they'll improve by a little bit. Um, I think uh, they'll probably now they got Jonathan Simmons, you know, from um, mm-hmm. Spurs. So yeah. I think he he's gonna start at that forward. I believe. I think he'll be. Um, you know, um, you know, solid uh, upgrade um, on that previous uh, uh, small forward. I think um, you know they also added Terrence Ross. I mean, I think they'll yeah. that'll help. I mean, I think they added some depth, give them you know the chance to you know win more games than they did last year. But I mean, that's still putting you in the low thirties. Um, and their highest paid players are Bismack, Biombo, and Evan Fournier. So, as I mentioned earlier, like Evan can kind of tell exactly. So, um, if your highest paid players don't wouldn't start on fifty percent of the teams, then you get you can just go ahead count how many games they're gonna win on two hands, though, because it's just it's not a good form. It's not a formula for success. Nah, but um, yeah. So that's our Southeastern Division. Uh, next week we'll go over to the West though we'll talk some some Western Conference teams I know people want to talk about OKC and the Warriors and them so we'll, we'll get over there uh, yeah. our recap for football today and let's get through these games pick our games last week I think I was at 500 on my picks um, you, you was 9-6 uh, and 9-6 six. Nine and six. give me that let's go champ Let's go. Let's go, Chad. Um, what, what was the other records? Jonathan was eight, eight and seven. Uh, you said Jeff, he was what? Eight what was Jonathan? Eight and seven. Eight okay. And seven. Jeff was nine and six. Okay. You already know what kind of numbers I did. Nah, we don't, man. What was your numbers, Eleven though? And four. What? What? Hold on, this Bro, what are you talking about, dog? Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Here you go. Yeah, opportunity to give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, TheLockFactory.com. Go on to LockFactory.com. Uh, this week we got, it's, it's, it's teams on a buy. 
Um, bang, bang. First game, Thursday night game, is the New England Patriots at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is the underdog at home, uh, plus five and a half. Um, Nick Falk on thin ice. This Bama missed two field goals, two uh, extra point, and then hit the game winner because that jump was just 15 yards away. But he's that jump was even skimp. Uh, Tampa Bay, they get Doug Martin back this week. Um, last week, they played the Giants tough. They came, they got out, out of the gates on the Giants quick, uh, who I mentioned earlier is 0-4, but they were able to pull off the win. And, I mean, in this league, you just want Ws, however you can get them. Uh, I think New England poses a different problem offensively for them. Um, I know McCoy's been dealing with injuries, and they've been uh, hampered with injuries on Tampa Bay's defense. I, I'm going with New England in this one to win by by a touchdown. Jeff, I'm uh, I'm taking uh, Tampa Bay in the points. New England defense can't stop no one, and they're on pace to be the historically the worst defense in the league's history. <laughs> so I'm going to take Tampa at home and then points. I'm taking Tampa the points and the win. Well, okay. Now, the favorite here is incredible to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that the, I think New England they have been struggling defensively. I think they put the magic tape, you know, the 1999 magic tape on 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 the boat, and they actually put forth a, a solid defensive showing this week. Um, I mean, I'm not saying Tampa Bay going to get shut out and not going to score, but I, I think if, if New England is able to get points quickly. And and Tampa Bay did show chinks in the armor. Uh, New York Giants did score like butter cakes on them um, with Odell Beckham in the game. And so I just, I, I, I got New England winning this show and, uh, by, by a touchdown. Uh, next game, we got the San Francisco 49ers at Indianapolis Colts. Colts are favored minus one and a half. Colts played the Seattle Seahawks for a half tough and then Seattle beat the brakes off of. What's the San Francisco, again? one and a half in favor of Indianapolis. San Francisco has not won a game yet. I thought, um, they you, this was, um, I thought you said Indy is the favorite, minus one and a half. And Indy is the favorite. Nah, I'm saying San Fran ain't won a game. And they need this game. Uh, Indianapolis needs this game at home. Uh... I'm going. This is this jump is like a, just a toss up. You just roll dice on the floor and just any mini my motors jump for real, for real. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Indianapolis. I don't trust Brian Hoyer. Uh, yeah. I mean, give me Indy. Yeah, we unanimous on that one. Uh, Jacoby Brissett gets better every week, and he improved on the ball this week. So I think like he's gonna get even better this week again, especially against San Francisco. I got a question. How many games does the Colts have to play without Andrew Luck before you just decide that he just to sit out the whole season? He's practicing this week for the first time. So, so might not be too much longer. But if they, if their record is terrible and there's no chance for them to make the playoffs, really, what would you play? Well, I guess because you paid them 25 mils so never mind. And it ain't a weak division, dog. And it ain't like nobody running away with the with the jump. I mean, Houston. The team is about good, it. Yeah, yeah, I was about to they say. They got full of that. Yeah. yeah. He looked good. He caught, Aaron Bell had two touchdowns. 
two. Dude, he put edge on ASAP. Because he's oh, really the so... only speed downfield threat they had. That was the last dynamic I felt like they needed to kind of hit that switch on offense and be like a totally different team. Now you can't double team yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, them Bamas hey, they are got... passing over him. It was tossing. We told him. Oh, man. All right. The New York Jets. Bang, bang. At the Cleveland Browns. The Jets getting W's out here. That's right. You already know. They getting W's. I, you know, I didn't think the Jets would, would win. Cannot win with them. Any games this year. And they already won my whole season total already in week five. They got four, two games under their belt. Um... Cannot win with them. Do they beat Cleveland? I think if the Jets beat Cleveland, you got Hugh Jackson on the high, got to be on the high seat. Though. That's right. You already know. I'm sorry, dog. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to be patient. I'm trying to give them a chance. But if the Jets beat y'all. I want people that want to win. At home. I want winners. You go 0-5, you got to be on the high seat, bro, bro. You gotta be on the yeah, high I seat. Seen I'm, I'm going with the improvements from Cleveland at all. Yeah, I, I'm going with the Jets. I'm going with the Jets. We're lucky, but I'm going with them. Jeff? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, and you know what's going to happen. Like, we're going to pick the Jets in Cleveland because <laughs> they can't beat nobody, so they're going to win this game. <laughs> Got it! But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Jets, man. I'm going to go with the Jets. <laughs> We unanimous. We unanimous. We unanimous, dog. On the Jets. What? No, unbelievable. Bro, what are you talking about, man? I got it. Bro, I'm out, man. That nigga's yeah. tripping. Who played a lottery, dog? This jump crazy, dog. <laughs> unanimous on the Jets. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's favorite. Minus eight and a half. Bang, bang. I'm going with Jacksonville in this one, though. I, eight and a half is a lot. And I... Pittsburgh haven't covered and, and, once this year. I'm going to tell you that yeah, right and now. They look, look kind of pedestrian, too, dog. I mean, I know they won one against the Ravens, who is really doo-doo. Yeah, but trash. I, you Mainly know, Flacco. Antonio Brown had a little Kirk out moment this week. Because Ben Roethlisberger overlooked him on a pass where he was butt naked. and What? You know, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a little, a little tense in, the, in, the, in that, that Pittsburgh Steelers locker room. So uh, if they have trouble, they could easily um, end up losing this game um, if they can't get their offense clicking. Uh, Pittsburgh is one of those teams, they have to offensively score points and be clicking on offense because their defense is not the type of defense that's going to carry them. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Pittsburgh's having trouble scoring, which they have at times throughout the year. Um, uh, I could see Jacksonville winning this game, not just covering, but winning this game. Who y'all going with? Were you unanimous? I mean, yeah. I I, I, I think I'm with the Jags. I I don't think I don't think I could see him winning the game just because Blake Bortles is some trash as well. <laughs> um, while, we're, while we're talking about trash quarterbacks, but um, but I definitely don't see the Pittsburgh covering their offense. Like you said, hasn't really looked that great. And I can tell you, I've lost money a couple times 
with them this year for not covering the spread. And somewhere we're in this range, um, the Bears being one. So um, the Jags to cover still is the win. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Pittsburgh. I would never take the Jacksonville Jaguars again after losing to the Jets when I picked them. So they done for me. So you you think that Pittsburgh is going to cover? You think Pittsburgh is going to cover that eight and a half point spread? I think I'm not taking like I'm not taking Blake Bortles. <laughs> I, I'm not doing it no more. You're just taking the points though. Clear. You're not taking. You're just uh, taking the points though. You're not picking them to win. You just picking. No, I'm not taking. I'm taking them to. I'm taking Pittsburgh to win and the cup. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you think Pittsburgh going to beat them by nine points? Not necessarily, but what I know is I'm not messing with Blake Bortles. <laughs> he, he said, he said he'd rather, he rather go with he Pittsburgh, cover the eight and, and a half, and lose, right. and be wrong than to go with Jacksonville Jaguars. I might have adopted that approach if the Jags don't miss the points. <laughs> I understand. Carolina Panthers, bang, bang. he shocked the world last week. Only one he didn't did shock was Aaron. Aaron Childs was not shocked at all because he chose the Carolina Panthers to go in to Foxborough and beat the Patriots. And they did just that. Um, Cam Newton had a game. Um, and now they're in Detroit, minus three. Well, Detroit's favorite, minus three, um, versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I'm going with Detroit. Detroit had a, a, a lackluster game this past week. Uh, offensively, they had trouble. I think they bounced back in this game, and I think they went by three, three points. Um, I think, I think uh, Cam keeps it rolling and, and bumps their record up to uh, four and one. I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Yeah, I got the Panthers too. Like people don't realize, before that hiccup they had, they had only allowed six points on the whole season. Like three, three points first game, three points in the second game. I think their defense is better than it gets credit for. Um, and yeah, I don't think Detroit's going to cover all of them. L.A. Chargers at the New York Giants. My, my. Giants are favored minus three and a half. Uh, Giants, as we talked about it before, went into Tampa Bay, lost a tough one. Odell Beckham continues to be hampered by injury. Bama finger, Bama ankle, limped off, came back on the field, limped off again, came back on the field. I mean, is he just being a diva? Is he really hurt? Like, does he just need to sit down somewhere? You know, get treatment or, or what? I mean, I know that without him, they don't they don't have a chance uh, offensively to, to to score points. He's that pivotal pivotal uh, to their offense and them moving the ball. And if he's not on the field, you see the difference. But I mean, the dude could barely stand up. And it's, it's really hard to, like, see what his health is. I mean, get him out in the quarter zone or, or something, because I, I don't know. But if the Giants go on five. And I think he wouldn't be playing if they were playing better. But for them to be in the situation they're in, he has to be out there. Yeah, on five completely shuts the door. That completely shuts the door to any hopes of playoffs or anything. Like, you can just go ahead. They, I think they you got less than less than two. That's the they might want to start vying for the, for that number one pick. You know what I'm saying to get the QB, dog. Shoot, dog. Like real talk. If they go on five, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I, they the got they, they, they won't go on five. I see. I don't. But the charges they be in. The, they be close. They be right there though. Like you know, it ain't like they getting smoked. 
that's that's crazy that they can't win no close game. Um, I'm gonna go with the Giants though. I'm gonna go with the Giants. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. They cover the spread. It's three and a half for the for the Giants, and I think that the Chargers will cover the three and a half. When they do lose, they be by three points. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Chargers. <laughs> oh man, who you got, Aaron? Yeah, I took the Giants. The Giants. Oh god. Bang, bang. All right, Tennessee Titans at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are underdogs at home, plus one. Um, Mariota is up in the air. Who knows if he's going to play? Playing. Yes. So without Mariota, and then you have I'm still taking Tennessee. Backup. I don't care who they might. <laughs> I feel like I feel about both. <laughs> yeah, you know, the is obviously the worst starting quarterback. I mean, I, I'll say that. I don't care if rookies are starting. Well, he tried to retire, though. He tried to retire. Um, uh, Tennessee Titans signed quarterback Brandon Whedon this week. Um, well, five hours ago, um, that report came out. I, I don't... So that that tells me they don't have faith in their backup. Matt Castle is their backup right now. No! Um, then behind him, Alex Tanny, Jordan Paul. I... The thing is, okay, Tennessee, we know, is coming in with a heavy dose of run. Miami, going to come in with a heavy dose of run. What I can assure you is the under in this game. That's right. You already know. That's what I can assure you. I don't even know what it is. It might be 35 points, but yeah, just go under because it's going to be a heavy dose of the run on both ends. I'm actually going to go with Miami just for the simple fact that they're at home. Um, they're going to have a very conservative game plan. Uh, but I, I think they'll be able to get the best of whoever's playing quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. I could be wrong. Uh, and you will be wrong, brother. I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm taking the Titans. You on your own, JoJo. I don't care who's yeah. playing quarterback. Yeah, I'm taking Miami. I don't think the Titans are as good as everybody thinks they is with Mariota or without. Never as high as everybody else on them. Um and without Mariota, you could forget Matt Castle. You might hate you might, you might hate, uh, Jay Cutler, but Matt Castle? You kidding me? Matt Castle, yeah, that Bama work at. He need to be. He should have a job. Colorado. Hey, he shouldn't have a job though. He's still the money, and he he probably wasn't. Coach was like, "Yeah, we're gonna think about stuff." He like, "What coach? Like, nah, go ahead, stop playing. We ain't got <laughs> nobody else in the world. He one of them type of dudes. He he done with football, I, dog. I, he think I, about I, his off season." What happened to uh, the, the the one from uh, LSU with the long name? I can't remember his name. Um, he was quarterback oh, at LSU. Yeah, it's something like that, his name. He was at yeah, Georgia, Jack, transferred. Matt, Matt Burger. Matt Burger. Yeah. That's what you oh, talking about. Oh, oh, yeah. What happened oh, to him? Damn. He had potential hey, to be sold. Cut him, though. What did Tennessee do? He couldn't read defenses, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right, yeah. I'm going with Miami. You the Lone Ranger on that one, Jeff. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are favored minus six and a half. Bang, bang. Arizona Cardinals at the. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles, though. Arizona Cardinals, to me, just, just a. They just not good, dog. They just not good. They struggle. 
And without David Johnson, it's just it's just a different dynamic. Ellington just can't do what David Johnson can do. Chris Johnson can't do what David Johnson can do. And the way their their game plan is so it utilizes the back so heavily to open up everything else. They do swing passes out the backfield. They do a lot like that's a lot of what Bruce Arians wants to do. Can't do that with them. So then uh Carson Palmer's forced to throw to the outside and you know, a lot, a lot of times, uh, Larry Fitzgerald getting a lot of attention, and he has to go to Jerron Brown, and and then uh, John Brown always hurt because that Bama made it glass, and he got sickle cell traits, so this Bama can't even play half the games. It's just, it's, it's a debacle with their receiving core, and so with that said, I'm going with, I'm going with Philly. Jeff, Aaron, yeah, Philly, six and a half spread. I'm t- I'm taking Arizona. So you you on your own that one too. Man, just a couple. Philly, just just, just the points. Just the points. Uh, Eagles the win. Just a couple. Actually, actually, I'm gonna go Arizona too because Philly is not scoring the way that I feel like they should be scoring. Something is going on with Winston and receivers. Maybe they're not in sync yet. Um, I'm gonna change my pick to Arizona. Right. I'm in long range. Philly is definitely. Uh, Buffalo Bills at Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are favored minus three. Buffalo has been playing well. And Buffalo has been winning games. Uh, I don't know why people are so down on the Buffalo Bills and Tyrod Taylor. Shout out my man, Ralph. I know he would just be jumping for joy hearing me talk about the Buffalo Bills in a glowing manner like I'm doing right now. But I I just, I I see Buffalo winning this game. And I'm going to have to go with Buffalo. I'm, I think I'm going to go with Buffalo, too. Yeah, All right. Bang, bang. Seattle Seahawks at the L.A. Rams. Rams are favored minus two. Repeat that. I think see, L.A. Rams. Rams favorite minus, favorite minus two. Seattle at L.A. L.A. at home. Um, these games are divisional matchups. They're always close. Uh, I actually... You said the Rams are Seattle. favorite? Yes. At at home. At home. I'm going with Seattle on this one. Uh, I think they. I think even though they lost their running backs and that that is a devastating blow. I think that their defense defensively found their stride last week, and I think they'll continue this week versus the Rams. Yeah, I still think that they don't have an offensive line. I think that that defensive line of the Rams is going to get at them and. Sean McVay will be the coach of the year right now if we did a quarter of the season voting. I'm I'm rocking with the uh, Rams at home, the L.A. Rams. Yeah, I'm going Seattle. Green Bay Packers at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are favorite minus two at home. Uh, Dallas coming off a, a burner that they they end up losing to the Rams and just defensively they just look like they just had hope and offensively Dallas look good at times um but this game they just when you give up as many points as they gave up it's, it's hard to go score for score and it just they just ran they ran dry at the end so uh Green Bay um Tom Montgomery looks like he's gonna be sitting out for a while uh, Devontae Adams looks like he's going to be out after being concussed last week. Uh, they've had time to rest, though, so 
Uh, I'm actually going to go with Green Bay in this one. Jeff? Green Bay. Green Bay for both. Unanimous. Bang, bang. Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. Chicago is starting Mitch Trubisky this week. Minnesota lost Dalvin Cook, which is a devastating blow. They're going to have to turn to Jerick McKinney, who hurt his ankle in the game, or uh, Latavius Murray. Going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Casey Keenan played, but I guess uh, um, Sam Bradford's taking snaps again. Is practicing. That's up in the air as to who's going to start, who's going to play. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just believe Minnesota's defense is going to be too much for uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, even in Chicago's at home, um, I got Minnesota. What's the spread again? Uh, Chicago's underdogs plus three. So Minnesota's favorite minus three. We should be unanimous here. Uh, who, who, uh, they still got Case Keenum running the show with Minnesota? It's, it's, it's yet to be defined yet, but he, right now he is in line to run the show. Uh, and, and, um, and Minnesota just lost Cook for the season, and I, I, I'm, I'm about to take the best because they've been playing tough, and Trubisky, uh, I mean, if he gonna look how he looked in preseason, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take them with all that's uh, Minnesota dealing with. You on your own, JoJo. That's gutsy. All right. Chicago been playing it tough, man. Yeah, I already took Minnesota. For that to be his first game against that defense, I just don't see it. Yeah. I'm with Minnesota too. Uh, so that I is gotta, our I game. I got a lone wolves, man. Out here today. You out here, Might though. catch up this week. <laughs> if you win. I was two games behind. Well, we will. Uh, yeah, I don't even know the other numbers before that, though, so I can't even speak to that. We're going to do. We're going to see. We're going to see who in the lead at the end of the year. was terrible. Yeah. We're going to go down in the, in the lead. LaVar uh, uh, Bull pulls his son out of high school and decides on homeschooling and training him himself. What y'all think about that, man? This man with LeVar Ball, he's staying in the news doing something. So he no. took his son out of Chino Hills High School, I guess because the coach wasn't about to have him be jacking 30 or 40 shots a game. So he was like, oh, nah, you can forget that, Bob. Um, yeah, my first instinct was like, what the f- is this man doing? But I'm not betting against LeVar Ball anymore. So whatever he do, I'm with. <laughs> it's going to find a way to be successful. I'm being dead ass, though. I'm not betting against him anymore. I mean, and think about it, like, it's two years left of high school. Like, he gonna do the one year at UCLA, and he was gonna go to the league. I mean, that was his plans. He gonna train him like that. LeVar is a trainer. He was a trainer by profession before all of this. So, I mean, and then, you know, it's hard to argue. You got Lonzo hooping in, in the league right now. So, I mean, you know, he wouldn't be the first, nor will he be the last kid to get homeschooled. So they about to focus in on basketball. And LeVar was talking about when you factor in that he like a celebrity now, like all them distractions and stuff with school and this and that could be oh, actually yeah. uh, doing a lot. So, Lambo, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. actually, I, I actually agree. Now that you make that, 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 that assessment, 
I actually agree with it. I think that it probably is best that he not be at high school, especially if he not focused and he probably think right. he better than he really is, and he not that good. So he does he does need some, some specialized training where you know what I'm saying, and, and you know of course his, his brother being in the league, he can get the best yeah, of the best training. He's seventh. He's seventh in the class the right now. No, because no, he doesn't mess with the coach. Is this a ploy to get yeah, the coach? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. Yeah, and I mean and, it's high like school said, basketball, dog. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't think it is. I think you know what I'm saying. I think like he said, I, I believe in all of what he said. It's the reasons he's doing it, and I don't think it's gonna you know affect things or whatever. So. Um, yeah, and then like with, to what you said, Harold, you said like you don't think he that good, but I mean they got him rated seventh in the class, so I mean that's still pretty good. I mean, it's room for improvement. That's it's just generous, about to be a junior year. I mean, Yo, I'm know, just saying, like I see, I watch this you game. You gotta understand, but you gotta listen, understand, it's people that that's their job to watch, dog. Like you watching listen, a little listen, bit. Like I'm, listen, that's all I'm gonna listen, say to that. But but it's just, just because it's, hold on, hold on, hold on. the niggas in PG County better than that nigga. And just I mean, PG County. Okay. I'm a, this, Jeff, this is all I'm gonna say. I understand that it's people's job that for people to analyze and stuff. I get that. It's people's job to analyze for NFL players and football players, and, and some are good and some are bad. I'm just saying that to, to put him seventh, and I've gone to a few. I don't go all the time, and I but I've gone to a few WCSC basketball games, and then I've seen Lonzo Ball play. I'm just saying, to me, he's not that good. Like Hello, he's not that good, and, it, and he he and may like he may I be said, ranked, and that's fine. But but it, it, there's a lot of politics involved in this. My, I mean, there 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 is, but mind you, like I said, he's going. He was just a sophomore last year, so we're not even talking about you 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 looking at him against actually within that age group. Like that part, that probably wouldn't be the age group that any of us would really be watching. We would be at the level that's just about to come to college. I mean, yeah, that's I just mean, he's not. I mean, yeah, I anticipate him getting much better. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying right now, I'm saying it makes sense for him to, his dad to like really pour, pour into him and get him right. And I think he will, dog. If you, if you getting trained by NBA players, even the D-League NBA players, you know what I'm saying? Or just being around that environment is going to make you better. It's going to, it's going to improve your game. And it's probably say he's still going to be in the WA, I mean, the uh, AAU circuit, which I think will, will be good, you know what I'm saying, to see how he fares in that. Uh, and if the you know the training translates to him being successful, I mean, like you say, he got he got the enrolls to UCLA. That's probably a lot and different things like that. Um, I, the younger the uh, the middle aged brother, he looked legit to me. But I think Lazo, I you said what? That nigga ain't going to the league. No, admit it, no, yeah, they got a little, they got a little. I ain't ready the middle man, right, dog. He ain't. He 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 not. Yeah, Lazo was Lazo was clearly the best out of the group, dog. Yeah, to me, like he's clearly the best. Yeah. But but the, but the, this the second one ain't not bad, dog. He's okay. If it wasn't for Lazo, he probably wouldn't be going to UCLA. In my opinion, that's, that's, that's possible. And the same thing with the younger one. Like it's not a uh, it's not an absence of talent. That's not what I think. Me and Harold are saying, Jeff. But his personality type, the stuff he gets away with because he's at Chino Hills and the influence his father has, like basically playing no defense whatsoever and playing, going up rent, like half of his game is not basketball. It's not something that he'd be able to go to the next level or even a level after that and be able to get away with and do. 
They're not letting you just jack shots. They're not letting you just jack shots. I don't even know how you would evaluate him fairly in the situation he's in. Like, I don't even know how you would evaluate Right. I mm-hmm. think I think then I think that type of stuff will though change over these next couple of years in terms of like you know like if Levar like really he he gonna be training him now and putting like so when he's hooping in these joints I think you gonna see like the uh, the evolution of the other aspects of the game to as you mentioned that is got to play as you move up the levels. So I don't, I think you know all that was cool when he was younger you know and and whatever they having fun. Now, but as it's getting up, yeah. And you gotta realize too, it's hard too, dog. Cause like when your older brother is in the league, he getting guap. You're like you're living a lifestyle. You like you know what I'm saying lifestyle changes. Cause the NBA money changes lifestyles, dog. Dog, the, the whole the whole push to play, like especially if the father child to be tough, you just be like, man, I don't want to play that bad, dad. I just want to go ahead and get young and chill. I, I don't got it going like that, though. Cause like Levar already said, once he gets him to the league, then he then then his job is done. So like with him having two more years, Lonzo there, um, uh, Jello away at school, he just in the house with his mother and his pops. You know, Levar gonna be on him. I don't, I don't think he I don't think that Bama gonna be slacking at all, dog. So now could it could he is- just not be that good? And in the end, possibly, but I don't think it's gonna be because Levar not training him, putting pushing him to be you know great. So I know these new niggas are completely different than like our generation was. So this is a genuine question because y'all are probably around younger people more than I am. I've never seen a goofy cooker. Like unless Obama's like seven feet like Shaq or something, but like he's like a goofy. Wait, how he doesn't that? seem to have the demeanor to be a guy that's going want to go at, you know what I mean? Go at Bama's, take pride on both sides of the sport and just have the kind of mentality that in my mind, one of those like elite, He's still young, though. He's still yeah, young. Yeah, he's still oh, he's so young. Yeah. I be watching the little YouTube joke. But he's still, no. he was just, he was <laughs> like, he's goofy. Aaron, Aaron, he literally, but he was 15 when they started shooting. Like, he turned, he just turned 16. So it's like, yo, that's like you said. Like, we be old enough to be that that man father. So, like, that's how. Right, but at like, 16, that's how were you like that? Again. Huh? I mean, everybody different. You like that? But, I mean. I mean, I I wasn't personally, but that's not. I, dog, that's we grew up in that. the PG County area, dog. You could, you know, you could be goofy as all outdoors. When you step on that court, young, it's it's business, dog. Ain't nobody, you nobody gonna cook you. Ain't nobody just gonna just run up and down the court, but hit shots in your face and all that goofiness go out the window. I'm goofy. When I stepped in that court, young, I was trying to go at Bama's, dog. So, I mean, I hope he's successful. I do. I hope all ball from make it to the league and are successful. I like what LeBron is doing, but I just, it's hard for me to kind of envision some of these next steps with uh, two younger brothers. Yeah, we're going to see, dog. We're going to watch it close. Um, follow us at BOKSports980 at gmail.com. Well, that's that email. You can send us emails there. But follow us at BOKSports980. Uh, on IG uh, shout out to Wes Buffy Podcast uh, Earl Dale Math uh, check them out uh, Vegas and Hip Hop Now check him out uh, Glenn and Her Podcast my man Sports Reality with Jeremy John check them out uh, uh, um, Working Title Podcast just check just check them all out young follow us rock with us and we out